And how you guys doing? Welcome to this edition of Motorcycle Madhouse. This is the first segment. Uh, Channel Dow will be joining me for the second segment. Right after this, today we got some Harley Davidson news. It looks like they're getting beat out by another manufacturer. This according to Consumer Reports. Also... We have a dealership that is suing Harley-Davidson. Bad business practices, man. Bad businesses. <sighs> Bad state of affairs. And we also got coming up, there was a big bust as well. Sad state of affairs. Sad state of affairs. Let's get right into this right now. We have a Harley dealership. They're suing. The manufacturer over changes to internet sales. Looks like Harley Davidson is trying to pull a fast one on its dealerships. And that's something you don't want to do. Because without them dealerships, you ain't making the money. Not making that money. Bad state of affairs. Waukesha. Harley Davidson dealer. What do we got here? Filed a suit against Milwaukee-based Harley Davidson, saying the manufacturer unilaterally changed terms of the dealership agreement. No, they wouldn't do that. Between them and violation of states, fair dealership laws, and is seeking an injunction stopping the manufacturer. From moving forward with the changes. I'm scared here. And the reason why is. If the dealership's taking them to court. Now Harley's going to turn around. And probably give them hell. Where they lose the dealership. Didn't that happen in Tennessee? Over a flag years ago? Anyway. They didn't respond to an email. According to the suit, Wisconsin Harley-Davidson has been an authorized Harley dealer since 2012, but it has opted not to join Harley's optional e-commerce program. Optional. In which internet sales of Harley merchandise are coordinated exclusively by the manufacturer. If a dealer opts in, it may not run its own internet sales, but is listed on Harley's e-commerce site that directs customers to dealers that had opted into the program. On face value, it seems like a good deal. But we know how that works, though. For which Harley collects a fee. Here it is, collects the fee. Or fills orders itself. If a dealer declines to join the program, it can run its own internet sales and ship directly to customers, even outside of its sales territory, as long as the order came to the dealer. Not sounding too good now, is it? But still pays a fee to Harley. Harley getting... All them sales, man, not only are they doing the motor uh, clothes deal, which is a huge part of their business, but now internet sales is huge. 
Amazon, you can only buy Harley stuff from the Harley store. They're cracking down on all the copyright stuff. Uh, WHD's ability to run its own internet sales, quote, has been a material term and condition of its dealership. Now, last June, Harley informed WHD that it was changing the terms of and conditions of internet sales to prohibit all dealers from filling any internet sales from the customer outside a dealer's territory. Right into in the middle of the agreement. So now Harley-Davidson is breaking up the territories and all that good noise. Sad state of affairs. It goes on to say, in this way, Harley is unilaterally changing the competitive circumstances of WHD's dealership and threatening to direct substantial amounts of WHD's internet sales to dealers who had elected to participate in Harley's e-commerce program. Then the dealer alleges that it does violate fair dealership laws. That's one thing Harley-Davidson has been doing is changing the dealership structure where they're hardly shipping any bikes. That way they'd have pushed a high price item. And their mortar clothes, which, you know, everybody that buys a bike runs to. And now they're trying to do a monopoly on the internet sales. Sad state of affairs, man. Anyway, Harley-Davidson motorcycles aren't nearly as reliable as, guess what, Yami Hall. Now, this is from MotorBiscuit.com, but according to the Consumer Reports, it says, is Yamaha the new king? Maybe 750 and CC are under, but they'll never get the 50% that Harley-Davidson has of the big uh, cruiser market. Never going to happen. Anyway, Consumer Reports surveyed its community in 2015 by asking users about their bikes' reliability on the road. The results were somewhat shocking for those who equate motorcycles with the Harley-Davidson brand. While Yamaha came out on top with just 11% of users reporting failure, several other brands tested better than Harley. Suzuki and Honda came in second, third with 12% failure weights. That's state of affairs. Kawasaki peeled in the fourth place. What is it? A 13% uh, failure weight. Victory rounded out the top five uh, with a 17% uh, failure rate. Perhaps even more jarring than its sixth place finish was just how far behind the other brands Harley was. Uh, now, they edged out Ducati and BMW, but they're still in uh, sixth place right there. But of course, this is of people that were old. I want to see some hard data on this stuff. Not just because anybody's going to say their bike is better. That's what's going to happen. Uh, it goes on to say uh, when a site with consumer report status goes against its standard work, 
see, there you go. Questioning results is less about integrity and more about their qualifications and technique. You know, then it goes into uh, all the good stuff uh, about its plans with the merger and all that stuff. Again, this is in the description box. Now, IW arrest of motorcycle gang suspect leads to search of Portsmouth business and state of affairs. Iowa of uh, White uh, County Sheriff's Office deputy searched a business on February 18th. An investigation, they say, stems from their arrest of a suspected outlaw motorcycle gang member, Ronald Matthews, last year. Why is it just coming to freaking uh, flourishing now? New tonight, unsettling details following a police raid of a building in Portsmouth. Authorities searching for what they're calling the clubhouse of an outlaw motorcycle gang. News 3 reporter Antoinette Delville joining us now live in the studio. And Annie, this picture behind you shows weapons seized in a raid tied to this biker gang. Kurt, that's right. We have guns, weed, and other items all found inside Ronald Matthews' Isle of Wight County home in December. He's the man believed to be one of the ringleaders of the biker gang. Matthews' arrest led them to today's search at the clubhouse where investigators say they found evidence to help build their case against him and other illegal activity. Local, state, and federal authorities raiding this clubhouse in Portsmouth Friday morning that police say is linked to an infamous group associated with organized crime. Witnesses saying they saw investigators in and out of the building. Yeah, the state police and some SUVs and stuff, man. It was, it was quite a bit of them. I really don't know what happened, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Is it concerning when you see that many police cars surrounding a business? Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, well. The unassuming building sits behind a pizza shop on Elliott Avenue. The front of the clubhouse now boarded up after Chris Standard says he saw police bust through. A truck hit the door over here, ran through it. Isle of Wight County Sheriff's carrying out two search warrants at the clubhouse where they say the Wheels of Soul outlaw motorcycle gang met at Weekly. And while it's unclear what went on inside, Captain Potter says evidence, including documents and ledgers, is tied to possible illegal activity throughout Hampton Roads and up and down the East Coast. They run these outlaw motorcycle gangs like a business. Most of the time, the businesses that they are involved in are criminal activity. The raid follows an arrest of Ronald Matthews of Isle of Wight County. During a search of his home in December, investigators found dozens of weapons, including high-powered rifles, drugs, and documents leading them to the clubhouse in Portsmouth. Potter calling Matthews one of the ringleaders of the local outlaw motorcycle gang. The FBI says these organized groups support themselves primarily through drug dealing, trafficking stolen goods, and extortion. I think it's crazy because this area here is usually not too much crime, but yeah, it's kind of crazy. Because when they were here, they didn't seem like that type of gang. To a lot of people on the outside, they look like they're just a group of motorcycle enthusiasts to come together to ride. But in law enforcement circles and throughout investigations, we, we know that behind that veil, they are involved in criminal activity. 
Now, there were no arrests during today's raid, but police say the documents uncovered in the search will help them lead to other criminal activity in Hampton Roads. Antoinette Deldell, News 3. Again, you to see, uh, if you want to read it, uh, the Smithfield Times article on that. Well, let's hope it ain't uh, where they were writing stuff down, man. You never do that stuff. Anyway, some of the uh, bike week uh, events that are coming up for the 2022 rally. Uh, now, opening day at Jam On Production National Swap Meet and Bike Show. Uh, that's March 4th. Uh, the Bobby, uh, Bobby Frisk Live in Concert is also on the 4th. Then they're having the Bike Week kickoff uh, show on the 5th. Then the Iron Horse uh, presents the, that concert. Let's see here. Full Throttle and Hogpen 12 Class Bike Show is on the 6th. Leather and Lace MC Annual Bike uh, Blessing is on the 6th. Uh, Down and Dirty Bike Show on the 10th. So they got a lot of stuff going on, man. The Mission King of Baggers is going to be on the 10th through the 12th. Official Bike Week Welcome Center is uh, the 4th through the 13th. Amsoil uh, Treasure Hunt, the 81st Bike Week, is on the 4th through the 13th. Good stuff, man. Uh, salute to uh, our hero signing wall is the 4th through the 13th as well. Anybody going to the rally, make sure you guys are safe down there make sure you don't piss off the local cops because yeah you're just morons down there man it's like you know what they're gonna give you tickets for the stupidest crap just be careful anyway we're gonna listen to this tune we're gonna go and check out china dow right after it is
talking about the government versus the truckers we have one coming in the united states and we all know what's going up in canada we have my uh co-host china Dow, the pretty one and then we got the ugly one uh dark soul me and him the ugly ones out of this crew uh but how you doing dark so how you doing doing good doing good man doing good taking it day you? by day <laughs> I'm doing better than you. <laughs> I'm, the <pretty laughs> I'm the cute one. <laughs> well, Dark So he is a trucker out of Pennsylvania, and we're gonna dive deep into this subject. Uh this is a little change of pace for us. Usually we're biker news and biker stuff, but over here on Rumble, we're really gonna get into all the politics of the this country, the rest of the country. But let's start out with Dark Soul. Let's uh, hear about your experience as a truck driver, all that stuff, how you got in, what you think's going on. Uh, I've been driving truck here going on 26 years, uh, 26 years too long. I've seen a lot of changes through those 26 years. Uh, it's not what it used to be. It's became more of a job than having fun. Um, you know, what inspired me was the old Smokey and the Bandit, you know, that Trans Am and that freaking truck you know not to mention my grandfather having a cb in his van back in the day he used to play on it as a kid when we used to travel so uh basically been around besides truck driving basically a jack of all trades with no degree put it that way so mm -hmm. that's a little bit about me well i don't know i before i got uh, sick with the epilepsy i used to drive asphalt uh you know i used to love driving truck as well so this topic really hits home for me and you know you're on uh the same political spectrum uh that i am and china Dow, she's just out there in uh i'm in la la land you're it's in fine. la la land <laughs> she's a peacekeeper right now put it that way she's gonna make sure we don't throw dukes <laughs> it's funny some of the countries around the world you can tell the conservative lean compared to the liberal lean. And there's a lot of conservative parliaments around the country, uh, around the world, actually, coming out uh, against the way Justin Trudeau is treating these truckers. Man, I'm going to tell you, I'm sorry. He needs to be locked up. And some of those freaking tyrannical ones need to follow suit right behind them instead of arresting the, the truck drivers and you know the peaceful let's get that right they not nothing compared to what happened in the states in the last two years you mm -hmm. know that that those the ones that did the interrogation initiation i should say is the freaking popo mm -hmm. you know 
They, you know, following a tyrannical guy. Yeah, you didn't see what happened in Parliament the other day. He elbowed a woman in the chest, and they, they didn't do nothing to him. They freaking raised all kinds of stuff, and they all this they called the order, but he didn't get arrested for assault or anything. Do you? He went and said that. The truckers, they're aligned with white supremacists. Don't you get tired of that line? I'm going to tell you that, yeah, I thought this racism, you know, we did an episode about racism, you know, a few weeks back. And that, here it is, 2022, and it's still going on today. It's, you know, ridiculous. Yeah, I'm going to put it this way. Don't matter what co- color, creed. You cut yourself open, we all bleed red. Mm-hmm. Okay. You put babies down on the floor together. They don't care what skin color, they're gonna play. They know some of them's gonna have attitudes to each other and some of them get along. It's just the nature of it and stuff. Yeah, now I'm Caucasian, I'm white or redneck. You know, I'm originally from Louisiana and stuff. I was born in you know when they were busting me, you know, to try to integrate the schools. Man. I had black friends. I used to get along and stuff. That got me hooked into hip hop and everything. Run DMC, Fat Boys, you know, some of the two live crew. There's one for you. You remember <laughs> when they came out with their song, they got banned and stuff because of what they did with the nursery rhyme. Yeah. Right. <laughs> some of the stuff back there. Uh, it, I, when people really wake up and take the blinders off and see what's really going on, it they would be holy crap what did we do and yeah we thought man hollywood and china we're all the same age we thought we were rebellious back then you know do you think this rebellious is coming out for evolution now no what i think is going on is the children of the 60s you know although the ones that terrorized this country in the 60s passed down through generations their crap and now it's happening. What do you think, China, about all this race talk? I get sick of it. You know how I am on my other show, and I'm very blunt about it. But what do you think about all these politicians? Anytime anything goes wrong, they're using the race card. I think they need to get the hell over it. Uh, it, it why? What is the concept of pointing out that so-and-so was a black person? You never hear them say so-and-so was a white person. Well, uh, It's funny you say that because... There's a lot of black people coming out now saying, you know what, enough of trying to use us. Well, it's it's getting ridiculous. It's getting redundant. I mean, it, everybody is just a person. It shouldn't matter what their skin color is. I mean, just, just stop. They're, enough is enough with the race card. They're trying to use it as a wedge issue, aren't they, Dark? So. Oh, man, are they? It's, like I said, I mean... Uh... <sighs> Do you think it's backfiring on them, though? I believe so. I mean, look at uh, you know, Black Lives Matter. They just got busted with a, a big old ordeal they were doing, you know. Mm. I just, it's a very touch, the touchy subject still, but the ones that are actually talking out and actually saying hey, enough is enough, just like Martin Luther King said, you know, his message was really true to the point you know and i wish a lot of the people would take to it and everything another thing that separates us you know 
you're born on America, black, white, Hispanic, whatever, and stuff and everything. You're American. You're not African America. You're not all this stuff from the but they put labels on everyone, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, your descendants be, maybe came from Africa, but you were born here. You know, just like me, I'm freaking Heinz 57. If you want to look at my 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 answers, you know, through my history and everything, with my family, I right. mean, goes back to England, Germany. You know, came all overseas. I, something I t- I would teach my daughter. You know, as she was growing up. You know, my kids. You know, this America was founded on blood. Really, if you think about it, how many freaking wars, bloodshed over things i mean how many indians were killed just for the sake of politics and everything and mm. back then you know even that you know they call it the white man the englishman back then coming over and taking over land and stuff you know it, every truckers as well you know go ahead i'm sorry every nation is had some type of you know slavery i'm sorry we got off a little bit on about the you know the race card and stuff but the slavery part of it and everything, every nation. They still have it nowadays. Ah, we lost Dark Soul. <laughs> so China. Yes. Going through this race baiting stuff, CRT comes to hand. Critical race theory. Yeah. Where everybody's bad. That's not of color of minority what's your thoughts on it critical race theory (laughs) just teach the basics stop teaching stupid crap i'm so tired of all of it i i I don't care if you're black green purple yellow gold i i don't care i i don't care (laughs) (laughs) and that's a china thought for you okay seriously (laughs) truck drivers right Right. They're white. They're black. They're Hispanic. You name it. Who cares? They're doing a job. They're out to do a job. Now, see, my whole concept on this whole craziness, this whole thing started over masks. Mask, van, uh, vaccine and, and mandates. Va- and vaccine mandates. You know what? Stand up for your rights just like they're doing. Well, I think the truckers are really teaching us how to go about making change. It's funny, last uh, 2020, all the BLM BS, burning down the cities and stuff, and Dark So you had these uh, media actually defending them, but when there's a peaceful protest like this, they're going out there bastardizing them. Oh, yeah, they, they call them terrorists and stuff, and everything is amazing. Just two years ago, we were on top of the world. Uh, I had buddies and everything would say, Man, it feels great to be appreciating everything. I keep telling us that don't let it sit too long. We're going to mm. be back at the bottom of the barrel before too long. And look what's coming around. It didn't take long. I mean, not even two years into this and everything. I mean, going into what? Actually, going into three years and stuff. And you know what? It's funny. a very sour, sour spot in my mouth. You know. Right. It's funny. Uh, Joe Biden's supposed to be the working man's president, but uh, yeah, it turned real quick. Uh, he's the one advising uh, Trudeau. 
it, you know, there's an old saying goes that actually it's in the politics of the earth thing. Of our, you know, we're supposed to not, our government, the way our forefathers really put it, stuff is not to poke in other countries' businesses, but here in the last 20 years, we stuck our nose in a lot of things that should have been stuck into. Well, right now we got our nose stuck into something going out uh, in Eastern Europe with Ukraine. And I always, you know what, we're the ones and NATO is the ones that are in breach of an agreement because Ronald Reagan and Gorbachev, they made a deal that NATO would not expand eastward towards their borders. And we've done it the whole time. And all they want is assurances that Ukraine's not going to be a damn NATO country right on their borders. That would be like putting missiles in Cuba. Pretty much true. To back to what the the, the all these truck drivers, I mean, last I checked, it was uh, 1,232 truckers that have signed up in California to start heading this way. Wow. And I didn't even count what's in Ohio. That's going to go you know, end up going up with them. But if you do the math, you're looking at 110 feet per truck and trailer. That's not including the big super sleepers. I'm just right. your standard, your standard one, you know, like US Express or you know your standard overhaul, overroad truck driver. Mm-hmm. You you're looking at almost close to four mile long train. The wow. last time. You think about it, go back in history. It's effective. It was the '60s, late '60s, that the last protest was actually done. You know, the trucker protest, and when they did it back then, everything pretty much shut down. You know, that was like that movie Convoy came out with that. You know, All right. so China. You got a lot of uh, truckers that come into your station. Oh, hundreds, hundreds. What are their thoughts on this? You're hearing from the ground. Everybody's still just tired of the same old thing. Why should you be forced to do something that you shouldn't have to do? And people need to stand up for what they believe in. And it's about time somebody's fucking doing it. Sorry. I'm going to wash your mouth out. We're on a different platform. My bad. It's about time somebody's standing up because so many people say that they agree. They disagree with all these rules and regulations and mandates and nobody's doing anything about it. But now the truck drivers are. And I think more people should join in. I don't care if you're not a truck driver. Get on your bike. Get in your car. Join in. Well, I think that's because truckers are the backbone of this country. If it wasn't for truck drivers, we wouldn't have all the things that we have at the stores. We wouldn't be eating. We I wouldn't have um, gas. Yeah, well, the gas. I, I, you just t- you hit on it right there. I, I was tr- made a shout out to some of the guys and everything that you know that bring in this convoy. I said, instead of burning all that diesel fuel and everything, all of us just shut down, shut cold. They really wanted to shut down. Two years ago, they did that shutdown. They hurt a lot of people. You shut down the fuel supply, ain't nobody. Your fuel's going to run dry. China, you run, you work at a gas station. You got to get a fill up and fill up your tanks almost every day, right? Yes. Yo, yeah, look I'm at gonna... the, the pipeline on the East Coast. It shut down. People forget so quick. You you shut down the you know, all the fuel and everything. Even the government will shut down. I mean, they'll send out the you know the army with their tankers and stuff to try to get fuel. But a lot of your fuel out there is private companies. You know, Exxon, Chevron, 
they're all private companies. You know, it, that's what I would say. If you want to really make an impact, shut the whole down thing down. But what you got all right? these, it, you got all these little, you, you, you got to realize something else. A lot of these drivers are out here, they're living paycheck to paycheck. It ain't like it back was in the day. You used to make, uh, for every dollar you made, you only spent 25 cents off of it. Now you're spending, for every dollar you make, you're spending over three quarters of it just to make ends meet. Very true. And what's even worse about the trucking industry is the wages haven't even changed since the 70s. Man. Hey, it's gotten a little better. You know, it's made some improvements, but that goes back to the whole. Well, you got to look, China, you remember when we when we were growing up and everything, we started out minimum wage was what? Two seventy five an hour, three dollars, yeah. three twenty five an hour. First job you know? at sixteen, I was making four twenty five an hour. Okay, <laughs> gasoline back then was eighty nine cents a gallon. That was with tax, federal tax, and everything. Milk was sixty five cents a gallon. And when they yeah. raised the minimum wage up, what happened? Everything else goes up because they got to compensate the wages. Everything people goes don't up. realize. You know, everybody's pushing these $15, $16 an hour jobs and everything. Oh, hell, got to bump everything else to compensate for it. You do. In order to pay those employees, everything else has to be raised. And that's so, the sad part of it. I mean, I watch working in a gas station. I've, I, we actually went down five cents in gas yesterday, but. Woohoo! Yeah, Woo. I know. Five Boy, cents. A shocker. Right. But the thing is, is like since the first of the year, we have changed the prices of all the products in the store three times already. Three times. That's inflation right there. And that's and and it's what the 20th of February. And that's since the first of the year. Mm -hmm. So in six weeks time, I've gone around and changed the prices in the whole store three times. And they've all up. Nothing's gone down. Hollywood, you said a year ago. It's about to come to fruition, you know. Uh, it's already mm -hmm. fruition over in the West Coast. You know, five dollars a gallon for gasoline. I mean, just when underneath when Trump was in president, you know, he opened up the pipeline. We were fracking like crazy. You know, we were we became self sustained once again instead of depending on the foreign oil and all that. We ended up right. being exported. So everything the prices was still, you know, it dropped dramatically. It got down to what two dollars and thirty five cents a gallon. Now you look at it, almost close to four dollars a gallon. I just filled up my rig yesterday, and it was four dollars and forty nine cents a gallon for diesel. Oh, yeah, and I haul I haul fuel. Now the company gets you know a little discount, but not that much, you know. And you got to thank Tom Wolf for his freaking raise of the taxes over here on fuel again. Mm hmm. What do you think about how the Canadian government's handling uh, the protests with the heavy hands? And do you think that's going to happen here in the States? I'll go both to you. you I believe first. it will. Go ahead, China. <laughs> We're going to go to Dark Soul. Go ahead. <laughs> Why you got to corner me? That's not fair. Because you're in the corner. <laughs> no, don't put me in the corner. Now, what, what was the question? <laughs> They're starting to be rough with the truck drivers up there. You even had oh, horses were trampling them. It's the elite thinking. And 
we've seen what happened on January 6th is supposedly an insurrection. Which wasn't. They haven't even seen an insurrection yet. I don't, I don't understand. I mean, okay, I might not be in the loop as much as you and Dark Soul, but I, I don't understand why it's getting to where they're arresting protesters. I mean, isn't, I mean, it didn't seem to me like it was that rough of a protest, but I guess I'm just totally out of the loop. What do you be about you, Dark Soul? Yeah, it's going to get heavy handed. It, it, it might not right now because uh, other things and factors going on. You know, uh, they had a big rally out down in Washington already. Uh, it's like the close to six thousand people showed up there in front of uh, Lincoln Memorial, along mm-hmm. with Lake and her thing. You know, protesting there already. And this is not the trucks. It's just the people live in Washington. You know, they're you think, you think it's going to get to the point where there's a powder keg brewing right now and it's going to bust? It's been brewing. Truckers is a uh, a factor. It's been, mm-hmm. you know, why, why do you, why do you think they keep attacking the Constitution? What's the one thing that keeps them in check, that's supposed to keep them in check? They, they coming at it so far, man. <laughs> they coming at it in every way. Look at all, you know, you know when they say they was going to pack the court, it wasn't about really adding on more justice. It was actually packing it with lawsuits. Look how many cases are booked on the Supreme Court now. They got mm-hmm. over close to 700 cases coming at them. It's almost quadruple than what they usually handle in a year. You know, mm-hmm. and, you know, freaking 25 of them are freaking 2A cases. You know? Yeah, we're going to see how that one comes out because that one can have. Uh all these liberal uh, states rewriting everything. You know, uh, right now, uh, Biden suing uh, Missouri for their Second Amendment uh, constitutional carry reinforcement base. I forgot the actual name of it, where you basically don't need a permit. A lot of states, right now, it's close to 18 states has already passed it. You know, uh, Mr. Wolf shot, uh, vetoed it here. So now it's back in the uh, Senate now. For another vote to override his veto, where we don't have to pay for a permit, you know, you shouldn't have to have a permit. A Second Amendment. Well, your permit. Well, what's funny about that is we can't blame all that on the left. We have to blame that on the right because when Trump had both houses with them, they could have done it. Oh yeah, it's it's and it's both sides really. Once they think, mm-hmm. once they get in politicians, they get in that office and everything, they forget really where they came from. Oh, they don't care about us at all. Not one no. bit. Uh, ain't that right, China? They don't care about us. They could give two craps. They got money. They don't need. They don't need to worry about the rest of us. No. They don't. It's like it's like I sit at work. All right, I I bust my butt at my job, just like I'm sure everybody else does. And the more you make, the more the government takes. <laughs> I mean, it's like I hear that all the time from her. It's sad. It's like God, take a break. But yet they'll turn around and say the rich, you know, the ones that make a, you know, 1.5 million and everything don't pay no taxes. Well, you got to look at it. There's, they end up donating so much money out and everything to offset that tax break, you know? Right. A lot of people don't know how the taxes work. You know, 
Oh, taxes are yeah. a bear, man. I think they do yeah. it on purpose. And now with the yeah. truckers that are doing their stuff in here in the United States, when this is supposed to kick off, what, in three days? Three days. Three days. I, I will honestly say I hope it is one heck of a success. So do I. I hope they I mean, pull every one of those 18s up to the freaking capital. I mean, I feel bad because, I mean, it's going to be terrible for stores and whatever we need to get <laughs> taken care of in the stores, like for groceries and whatnot. But you know what? They Somebody needs to stand up for their rights. And it's about time we do it here. Well, it's about time that the the people that are actually loves America says, you know what? Enough of this. You know, we had all this BLM crap in 2020 and we know the propaganda machines of cnn abc nbc all that stuff goes on don't forget antifa in that mess too and antifa too it's about time we start standing up for what we believe in and the truckers are leading the way and they have every right to because if it wasn't for them like i said we wouldn't have a lot of the stuff we have we wouldn't have gas we wouldn't have groceries we'd have nothing well i think something dark soul said really they should have a shutdown they really should and coming from someone that works at a gas station i wouldn't blame them if they did i mean they got to do what they got to do and i think that's the only way to make it work you think think people would wake up dark soul if uh gas went back into uh the 70s with the embargo you think they would wake up it might they might. They, they, the only only way we find out is if he actually did it. He actually did a full shutdown. But I'm gonna let that yo know, since we're out there and coming on all the platforms and stuff. You don't believe in prepping? Better get your stuff in order right now. Better stock up on canned goods, bread, you know, what you can, because uh, it's about to get real, real. And I think it's. Uh, I always say on the other show. That it hasn't been this bad in you know since freaking the 1850s, right up to the lead of the civil. And that's how yeah. bad it's getting. Well, people don't remember the uh, you know, the recession back then, you know, that mm-hmm. generation is, is all pretty much gone. You know, we we talked about a couple about Hollywood that we need to sit down with our veterans that has been in you know these the Vietnam War and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, I just recently, uh, last year, got a hold of some of the letters that, you know, my grandfather had from when he served. He never talked about it, you know, and mm. he even mentioned it. He kind of blew you off a little bit. Right. So, so. Yeah, we are losing the greatest generation, that I can tell you. It's a lot different morality now, isn't it, China? It is. It's a big time difference. It's I don't know. To me, too much change. <laughs> too much. You wouldn't recognize this if you would have went back in time to uh, when you were a kid, and you fast forwarded it to now. You wouldn't recognize anything. No. And I'm not talking technology. I'm talking about behavior. No, it's too different. I mean, it, there, there's too many stupid people. <laughs> There's, there is. I don't know how many times I got to go over things about common sense and not being stupid. Are you afraid for that dark soul with your grandkids? Them growing up in a world like this? Yeah, I am. 
know, I think Dave Mustaine said it right back when he was making his music and everything. You know, the song Holy Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, we've pretty much been in one. Right. Well, we're going to be talking about the morality on tomorrow's show. And just a sneak peek, I seen this one article where a teacher molested six kids. Say what? Yeah. And we'll be bringing the article up. Oh, six cool. kids and, you know, from age 14 to 17. And people will say, oh, that's cool. Uh, a kid got it. No, it ain't cool, man. It's the morality behind it. And the way people think nowadays is just messed up. Well, that's like when you see someone in trouble, like, let's say, like, we've heard about people on trains and whatnot in trouble. Everybody's first instinct now is to grab out their phones and videotape it or or live feed it instead of helping. Well, there's no humanity behind it. And that's one thing that the Canadian response to the trucker convoy surprised me is how the cops got involved. The cops didn't sit there and say, you know what? We're not doing this. We agree with them. But it's always that type of people, if you will, and they wonder why a lot of people don't like cops. Why not join in the protest? Because if the cop, they don't like the cops, these people. These loony leftists, they hate them. So why keep on the, no, just say, you know, let them do what they're going to do. At the same time, when they really need them and everything, they bitch and gripe them because they're not there. Exactly. But why don't the cops up there say, you know what, we're not going to be heavy handed. We know this is peaceful. But no, it's kind of like they buy into the system. Well, some of them is their jobs. You know, they, they, some of them, you know, like I'm saying, some drivers are paid to paycheck. Some of those cops could be the same way. You know, they have no choice. They either going to walk away and lose everything. You got those that will do it. And then you got the ones like, hey, I'm not losing anything over this. And they're going to. So it's a deal. It's all about themselves. Yeah. But here you got thousands of truckers that put their livelihoods on the line. You would think some of the cops would do the same thing. If they believed in it. You would I, I'm still, I'm still over what you just said about the molestation. I'm just, oh, that just does <laughs> me so wrong. It, it, it's pretty bad. It really is. Uh, we're going to be going over that with, uh, you know, the madhouse tomorrow morning. Morality, we have to talk about it because it's like nobody even teaches it anymore. Nobody has, you know, any of the younger generation. They really don't know what it means. So, uh, but we were going <laughs> to, now it's bugging me now that I'm thinking about it. Stop it. But I just wanted to get, uh, your thoughts on everything, uh, dark soul and China doll. Uh, we're going for about a half hour on this new show until I can get, uh, it put out there a little more, but what's your final thoughts, dark soul? Stock up. I'm going to tell you now. Better stock up on supplies. 
and don't be hoarding all the toilet paper. Ridiculous, you know. Oh, China, don't tell me you did. No, I didn't. I was going around trying to find it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a hoarder. I mean, you need at least, you know, at least, I would say, two months supply. I mean. Your biggest thing is if you can get a hold of a couple of, uh, you know, 50 gallon drums, you know, for water, you know, and kind of so you have your water back up just in case. Mm. It's always better to be safe than sorry, you know? That it is. Yo, this is for anybody who needs to tell somebody to fuck off. Well, hi, go fuck yourself. Suck a bag of dicks. Eat a big old pile of shit. Wash it down with camel piss, you stupid bitch. about what i have to say to you china <laughs> fuck you right back asshole i got her a computer uh, a few weeks ago and why did you waste the money on that now she's over here all like a kid in a candy store that i set her up professionally on her own studio part so that's what i have to say to you go fuck yourself <laughs> yeah okay yeah, I got you there, buddy. <laughs> Wait. Remember, you're on TikTok now. Uh-huh. Oh! <laughs> Just wait, damn it. Just wait. Oh! I <laughs> am on TikTok. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I had an awesome show yesterday with you and Dark Soul. I, ha- I enjoyed it. Okay, more with Dark Soul than me. I was just whatever. <laughs> yeah, you were just like a deer in the headlights. It's fine. I looked cute, though. <laughs> Did you message him? I want him on this Sunday show. We're going to talk about guns and prepping. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> you know what? I also ta- you know, sent a message through YouTube Messenger. I need a liberal on there, so I need J-Man. You need it. J-Man. <laughs> the ultimate fucking liberal. I do. We need a liberal voice. You need a liberal, so you need J-Man, huh? That's what a lot of people don't understand about me. Yeah, I do biker news, some biker shit, but I really enjoy these type of conversations and these type of shows. Uh, that way I can bash liberals. And have some fun with it. And have some fun with it. <laughs> we talked about the convoy yesterday. Uh-huh. It's only available on Rumble. I'm, you know, it's first video. We're going to get that stuff going on Rumble because I was able to speak more freely. You still got to watch your mouth because you gave me a oh, look yeah, when yeah. I... I, I, I got to watch your mouth. It, it's yeah. a different type of listener over there. Yeah. You know, it's not all. It's not bikers over there, man. These are like conservative pricks. They get a hard <laughs> on if you swear over there. <laughs> yeah. I, Trying I, to turn I, it into a professional show, not like this one. <laughs> this one's professional. Where we go tell you to go fuck yourself. No, you just told me to go fuck myself. <laughs> Which fine, I'll do that later. Are you gonna, are you gonna do that with TikTok? You're screwed. I, I am, huh? <laughs> yeah. You like that song? I do. I was dancing to it for like an hour last night. I still can't figure it out though. What? Uh, how to freaking get it over to me? It keeps on saying this music ain't copyrighted. I don't know. You're stupid. Uh, I gotta say, <laughs> You're I TikTok am. TikTok stupid. 
<laughs> that I am, man. It's easy. I'll I was getting you. pissed off yesterday. I was like, you know what? Uh, I got two. You know, I've been on what a week, week and a half. Yeah. And I got two thousand people on there. I got more than you. I'm getting like eight to nine thousand views of video. You get more than me. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, man? I can't figure this out. You'll get it eventually. No, I won't. This is totally a freaking kid's game. <laughs> no, it's not. TikTok's easy to figure out. For somebody like you. Huh? Well, maybe. But well, you know what? I can't keep on going there because you're computer dumb. Yes. I tried to walk you through everything yesterday and it was like, dude, are you fucking stupid? Yes. <laughs> All you have to do is click a link. I can do shit on my phone real easy, but you put a laptop in front of me, I'm dumb. Oh my God, I just got a new <laughs> phone and I'm sitting here like a kid in a candy store because, you know, I had an old ass phone. You yeah, know, I hate I your phone. I don't like freaking, you know, changing around, so I only had 16 gigabytes of... Change, change your ringtone. Yeah, I have to do that. Hello, but I got one. <laughs> but I got one that's like 128 gigs now, and I get to do everything I want. I'm tired of your hello moto. You don't like my mojo? Your hello moto ringtone? No, get rid of that. I shit. interpret it as uh, mojo. No, it's moto. It's stupid. But a subject that came up on yesterday's show kind of had me. You know what? It actually had Dark Soul pretty pissed off as well. All right, but we need to understand the concept of what that is. Before you go into the details. <laughs> What's that? About morals and morality. Oh, we need... You know what? Morals and morality is out the fucking door now. You think? It is... You, I've never seen... I don't know if it's because of the internet. Don't know what it's about. But people don't have fucking morals anymore. And, the and that story bugged us. And you know what? It's even worse... Is because it was a woman that did it, and men out there would be like, yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't do that if it was my kid. I'd be pissed. I don't know if it's because I aged in wisdom and stuff, but I was pissed about it, and so was Dark Soul, and we're, you were too. Yeah, extremely. Especially since I actually read the article now. And what are we talking about here? <clears throat> The, the article itself? Yeah, or? what was the backstory to this whole thing? Well, I was going around about different way, but alright, we'll just go to that. We will just go there. A Tennessee woman accused of raping at least nine students. Nine students? Yes. And it looks like this is more prevalent nowadays. You never heard about fucking women having sex with kids. Nope. Now they're fucking freaks. I blame yeah. it on TikTok. Well, you know, it's a 38-year-old woman. Her name is Melissa Blair. Yeah. Well, stop right there. You know, like the Blair Witch and shit. That should be her nickname, though. Well, she's accused of using vape pens and other enticements to lure local high school students into having sex with her. Vape yeah. pens? Are they that fucking They are popular? because they're flavored. They're flavored. I thought That's the why. flavored shit had to go. They use synthetic flavor. What the hell is synthetic flavor? Fake. Fake. But yeah. it's still flavor. Yeah, it's still flavor, but since it has the word synthetic in it, it's allowed in Illinois. But see, other states are different. Illinois, you can't have the real shit. You can only have the fake shit. Well, she was arrested and facing charge of solicit solicitation of a minor. 
18 counts of statutory rape, four counts of human human trafficking by patronizing prostitution, and forfeiture of personal property. Wait a second here. Yeah. You'd get a human trafficking charge for going with a prostitution deal? I guess she did. We really need to legalize prostitution like Vegas, man, and uh, Nevada. We really do. Well, there were at least nine victims ages 14 to 17, all attending the same high school. She's third, so freshman through senior. Yes. What would a 38-year-old want with somebody that young? I don't get it. Is it a power trip? What? It is a 110% a power trip. That or she's just a nasty hoe. I wouldn't even go hoe, man. I'd go even worse than that. Well, there is a lot of other colorful words, but, you know, I'm going to try and stay a little PC. You don't have to. It's a radio show. She's a fucking... uh, Sicko. Sick cunt. Oh, I went there. And what about uh, the kids? Well, well, you know, it's a guy who wants to get his fucking nut off. But the vaping pens, I don't understand. I don't know why. She offers them, and they, and she says, hey, I'm going to give you this, but we have to do this first. And then she gives it to him as, like, payment. Ah, you know what? If I was the kids, I'd be like, man, that ain't good enough. Give me a joint. I would. Say, that's not good enough. I want some weed, Jack. I got something over. Doesn't a woman like that understand that once she does something, they got leverage over her? Yeah. Or people don't think like that. That's where common sense would come in. Hmm. You know, and you really think about it, you know, morality, you know, obviously is knowing the difference between right and wrong. But my question is, is it what's right and wrong in, for you or is it what society says is right and wrong? Very, very interesting question. And you're putting it in the context of asking uh, about this case. About any, about anything in general, basically. I mean, as far as this case is concerned, I'm, that's morally 100% wrong. She is completely immoral. But you have to ask yourself, that is in our country, where different cultures, it might not be morally wrong. Well, and if you think about it, according to what she seems to be, in her mind, it was okay to do. So... Where in countries, and especially the Middle East, them ass, they got a prophet that married a nine-year-old. Mm-hmm. Oh, smugly guy. Mm-hmm. So they might think in other countries that what she did is completely okay. Do you think it's because the way we were raised? How our parents said, you know what? This shit ain't right. And society says it isn't right. But it would be a culture shock if we went to Saudi Arabia. It's true. So the interesting question that you posed was if it was what society thinks or what you think is immoral. Right. Because you know what? There might be sick people out there saying what she did was okay. Oh, I guarantee it was. And especially if it was a woman and, a, you know, kids. Exactly. And it's a lot of times people don't think too much into women doing things like this. They all think it's all about what men do. And it's not. Mm-hmm. 
it, there's actually probably just about as many women that do these kind of crimes as as, as men do. As a woman, <clears throat> hmm. what would a 38-year-old see in a 17-year-old? I have absolutely no idea because I think that's utterly disgusting. <laughs> young. That's the only young reason? And du- young and dumb. And she thinks she was going to break him in or something? I guess. I, the, and ain't she a mother? I believe she's a mother of four. Oh my goodness. I believe. I'm now, not, how do you even... Not 100% on that because a lot of these articles don't go into detail like that about her. Well, let's just say she did have kids. How do you like having sex with your kids' best friends or something? How do you even face your kids at that point? You can't. Then it makes, if she does have kids, then it would make you wonder, has she done anything to her own kids? Well, this is true, but look at what they have to go through while your mom's in jail because she's a pedophile. Especially if they're around the same age range. Yeah. And the abuse and the bullying then that kids are going to have to take. Adults never think about that. No, no. What are you going to do to your kids? What are you going to do to your grandkids? Well, and of course, obviously, she's going to be, you know, registered sex offender, but I hope to hell she does jail time. Which means what? Who cares about your sexual offender list? No, because people that are on the offenders list, most of the time, they reoffend. Well, this is true. And they don't follow all the rules anyways. Now, the only difference with this is when she goes to prison, women prison ain't like men. No. Men will kill your ass for that shit. Women, uh, they have these family groups. You watched that one. Uh, I watched a lot of prison mo- prison shows. But the one with uh, the women specifically. Yeah. What is that, Wellington or whatever the fuck it was? <laughs> I don't remember. But they they form families within the joint. Yeah. Like Orange is the New Black. That's one of the ones I right. Yeah. So they actually go unpunished. Well, what am I talking about? An Illinois prison ain't uh, the way it used to be. No. Where now they're sending these pedophiles off to their own prisons. Yes. Now, did it say she was a teacher? Yes, yeah, she's a teacher. She's the teacher of at a, at that at a school. So that's the kind of stuff we got to worry about teaching our kids. Oh, yeah. Well, it gets worse. We got a Louisiana teacher. Another one. Accused of feeding students sperm-laced desserts. Oh, my God. Really? She pled guilty. It was a she? Well, 34-year-old teacher... Pled guilty earlier this week to committing multiple sex crimes in 2019. Cynthia Perkins pled guilty to second-degree rape, production of child pornography, and mingling of harmful substances. You gotta say to yourself, what kind of fucking morals do these people have? But it gets better. As a result, Cynthia and her husband, Dennis, were arrested and booked in 60 counts of production of pornography involving juvenile under the age of 13, 
two counts of first-degree rape, three counts of possession of pornography involving juveniles under the age of 13, two counts of video voyeurism, and two counts of obscenity. So it was a couple thing. What in the fuck were they thinking? Are they sadist? I don't know, but... Obviously, they weren't raised right. Cynthia accepted a plea in agreement to testify against her husband. Ouch! Yeah. So, she admitted to helping her husband film a child while bathing and had laced desserts that were laced with Dennis's sperm. Dude, he should be shot. And so should she. I'm sorry. Basically, they made, like, cookies and whatnot, and he did his duty, and that was inside all the snacks. If I was the parent, oh, my goodness gracious. I think I just threw up in my mouth. I'd be disemboweling them right there on Main Street. I'd be doing a Braveheart on their ass. Well, I guess she, uh, yeah, she decided since she took the plea, she testified against her husband already, which was scheduled on February 18th. He has not, he has pled not guilty. Well, we're going to have to, mate, I don't know. You are innocent until proven guilty in this country, but I say if you're guilty, you're fucked. And that's nasty. I say give them to the parents. Who the hell in their right mind? Would bake their goo in a freaking snack. I say that's the the problem with society now is losing the morality that we once had of knowing what's right and wrong. And it doesn't help when you have state governments like California say, oh, it's a disease. And I wish they would have went into detail on what kind of uh, plea agreement she made in order to well, of course they're testify not say against like her husband. They're not going to say nothing. Whatever happened to... Yeah. But do you know what I mean? Ugh. It's like the government now sanctions the shit in these liberal areas. It's gross. And then you got DAs like in Los Angeles that are letting people walk on all kinds of crimes. And they're actually letting these pedophiles out a prison early. Yeah. Overcrowding. Yep. It's like they do not care about our well, kids. Well, and they think that pedophilia isn't such a bad crime as, as if you murdered someone. Tell I, that to a kid who's going through I it. I personally think some of the nastiness that these pedophiles do is equal to, if not worse, than murder, in my opinion, because of how the kids have to suffer after the fact. Well, they suffer the rest of their lives. They can't have normal marriages, none of that stuff. Nope. It all goes to shit after that. And the favorite excuse of these people are, well, it happened to me as a kid. Yeah. Wait a second. You had the decision to make between right and wrong. Yep. You cannot use your past abuse to do it to somebody else. You would think it was the opposite. You wouldn't want to do that. See, I agree. I think you if you were <clears throat> if you were abused in any way, shape, or form, you would want to break that and break the cycle. never do that to someone else because of what you went through. But then there are people that 
you know, there was a comment made the uh, last night that misery deserve you know enjoys company. Mm-hmm. So if they're miserable, they're going to make someone else miserable. And it's a vicious circle. It is, but and it's it, like I don't, I can't stand that they use you know stuff like that as a way to get out of the crime that they committed. Do you truly think that's justice the way they're handled? Or you think it should be a lot harder? It should be 100% harder. Cut their fucking nuts off. Cut their tits off. Whatever it is. To let them experience the pain. They need to do something to experience the pain. They don't need a lesser charge or a lesser sentence for what they're doing to minors. It's freaking disgusting. Do you think a... Uh, 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 stop using stop using your history as a fucking excuse or mental disease or defect as a fucking excuse. You did it because you're sick-ass motherfucker. Do you Plain think in those incidents when they're found guilty the death penalty should be uh, applied? That's a tough one. Why is it a tough one? I I still say that they need to be left alone with the parents and let the parents do whatever. Okay, that aside, in our current justice system, do you believe... They'll never do it. In but our, in our you current believe, justice system? But do you believe that the death penalty should be on the table since they basically murdered that kid's innocence? Mm. Man, I don't... Mm. Very simple. I don't know. What if it happened to one of our kids? Oh, I'd kill myself. There you go. That's a simple (laughs) answer. (laughs) If it happened to one of our kids or grandkids, I'd kill myself. So that's a simple answer. It should be a death penalty case. I'll I'll do the damn time. (laughs) I don't care. I remember George over at Gina Jude's day. Yeah, he did the time. He snapped that motherfucker's neck. He did the time because, yeah. Yeah. Abused this kid and killed her. Yep. And, and boy, he, did he come back. He uh, he literally snapped that motherfucker's neck. Yep. And then he served a lot of jail time. They for gave it. him 10 years for that. Yep. What the fuck is, what kind of justice is that? That ain't justice. Now, seeing George's situation, being that he was the grieving father, I think he would have been able to use, he was, you know, caught up in his grief. But it didn't go in his favor. Morbick has a very good point here. It's child abuse. Everyone knows right from wrong. Good and evil. And everyone has a choice. Your past has nothing to do with it. Very well said. That is 100%. I agree with that. But like we said earlier, other countries, their morals are different than us. Yeah. And their definition of good and evil is different than us. Yeah. I mean, in other countries, they're marrying kids under the age of, like, 13. Which, to us, is sickening. To me, is sickening. I think that's disgusting because they're not mature enough to make that kind of decision, let alone start having babies. Mm Mm-hmm. And I believe that's why a lot of the Middle East countries, they're still in the fucking Stone Age. Yeah. And they're suffering from those decisions. Yeah. You know, they'll go around saying, ah, Allah Akbar. (laughs) Allah don't like that shit. You're doing some fucked up shit, man. That's why you motherfuckers are like Fred Flintstone. You're driving Fred Flintstone cars. But I don't understand how a parent there 
can accept that. It's just probably the way that that it's always been in those countries. And it's they're used to that. Because the parent themselves probably was married at, at the age of 13, too. Dirty knobs. They're trying to make pedophilia as a sexual orientation called pedosexuals. He's true. That's right. He's he's right. He I, is. He's right. I read I read about that. He is right. They're trying to make it like, you know, if you're bisexual, that you're pedosexual. So it's it should be considered okay. Well, you know, a lot. But it'll never be okay. You, he mentions in Hollywood in the movie industry, a lot of those execs are pedophiles. Mm-hmm. Look at what uh, Cor- what was it, Corey? Uh, Corey Haim and Haim. Corey Feldman and all that. Yeah, Corey Feldman came out yeah. and said that Corey Haim was molested by Charlie Sheen. Mm-hmm. But Corey Feldman is the outcast. How uh, The movie industry has no morals whatsoever. Well, it's like, think back to all the, the child stars that we all grew up with. <clears throat> Oh my god, you know what, one of the things, you talk about it right now, is we're watching a whole series of different strokes, and I looked at you the other day and said how different it was. Yeah. Not only the acting, yeah, the acting was corny, but the message behind everything was pushing good morality, and not no bullshit like today. Yeah. Well, like the episode we were just on was about to touch base on racism. Racism? Because and the you, two little kids were going to get their, you know, tonsils and appendix removed. Mm-hmm. and That well, touched the, on racism. And the father of the little girl, little white girl. Dabney Coleman, man. He's did, a great actor. Did not, did not know that Arnold is black because he didn't see him. Right. And then once he sees him and sees he's black... He doesn't think that the kids should share a room in the hospital. And then I know later in the, on in the series, because it was a big event in the 80s, it talks about how Arnold was molested and how to deal with that kind of stuff. So you can see how the movie studios out in California have a big impact on what happens in society. Mm-hmm. Because back then it was don't do drugs, uh, don't do this, don't do that. It's again, you know, it's bad, which I truly believe. And now you got them trying to claim it's a sexual orientation. That's what they're trying to teach our kids, and it's not. And I think it's sick. It's morally wrong. And if you look at at the good book. It talks about a lot of this stuff. It's coming to fruition. It really is. The good book says it. Okay. I agree. But no Bible study right now, please. It's too early. I'm not talking about Bible study. I'm talking (laughs) about the morality we get from the good book. And how the good book forecasted all this stuff. There's a lot of things that, uh, you know, are forecasted in that book. (laughs) Go in Revelations, you'll see a lot. Well, you got Revelations and just the teachings of the old man upstairs is pretty weird. You know, there's a lot of wickedness around in this country. Mm. And it all comes out of the movie industry, the music industry. 
Well, look at like I was saying, look at all the child stars that we lost to suicide, like overdoses and whatnot, because of God only knows what they all went through. I mean, we even made a point that. Uh, and you know what's even worse is these parents. They used to drop them off to these parties knowing what was going to go on. Because it was all about the money. It was all about the money. Look at all the celebrities that had to sue their parents just to Gary be able, Coleman to, was just a to, big be able one. to get their own money. Gary Coleman was big. Well, there was a lot of shit with Britney Spears, too. Exactly. They want, they want to use their own money their own way, and their parents forbade it. And money is what? What? How would they the live? How, how would they live without their child's money? That's why they put them in the show business. Mm-hmm. It's called get a job. So the circle of uh, you know disintegration of uh, moral scope is all but gone now. It seems. It seems that way. You got a us versus them type of deal coming on. You know we're gonna come back and talk to this about this a little more. This is a very interesting subject that China Dow came up with. We'll be right back after this music break. There's no scenario 
St. Throttle TV app on Roco Now. Get content not seen on our other platforms. No censorship, no PC, only biker fun and entertainment. It's hardcore. Again, go over to Roco TV and add the Insane Throttle TV app now. Rock on. Are you ready? It's the first thing I switch on. And now for my next number, I'd like to return to the classic. 
the top. Ready WMMRDB Rock. It's going to be hump fest in this house, isn't it? Yeah, our pits on in, in heat and bleeding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hump fest with these dogs. Yeah. And How many times a year we got to go through this? A couple. <laughs> Jack Russell will start hers next week. My pit bull because is gonna they're be females. Up. They're in sync. <laughs> my pit bull is going to be humping my poor dog here. The poor Jack Russell's. And then she's going to turn around. Her is going to not be white. <laughs> then the, the Jack Russell is going to turn around and hump the pit bull. She tries. It's never successful. <laughs> oh, you know what? I got to admit that because our pit bull looks at him like, bitch, what are you doing? Bitch, please. I'm in charge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm alpha, bitch. You're not. <laughs> And every time she's fucking uh, Jack Russell, she just looking like, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> she's got this look on her face like, somebody help me. <laughs> That's why I say, you know, there has to be a freaking strap on for these dogs, man. There probably is, but we're not getting one. It's not happening. <laughs> no. And if you try to create one, it's still not going to happen. I'd be rich. You probably would. Because there's a lot of fucking perverts in this world. <laughs> that would want to watch that? Yeah. A lot of fucking freaks, man. Dude, the first thing I do when I hear them is scream. <laughs> Knock it the fuck off! You we nasties. have to welcome back Greg. Uh, he was down in Mississippi, uh, right where my aunt is, and hopefully everything's good down there. He took a picture of Ayuka Corn Rinse sign for me. Oh. Yeah. Long time. Rock and roll. Anyway, we're going to move into a different section of morality here. Yeah. And them are yeah. motherfuckers that hurt people. Yeah. Well, this should be close to home to a couple people that li- that listen to the show. Pennsylvania Uber driver and mother of four pleads for her life before being shot in the head. Oh, my God. An Uber driver and mother of four children who was murdered in Pennsylvania this month begs for... For a passenger to spare her life in a robbery attempt which resulted in her death, according to the dash cam evidence. I'm begging you, I have four kids, said Christy, according to the dash cam footage of this during this gruesome crime. And I bet the asshole murderer motherfucker sat there and got off on her begging. Yeah, well, she was found dead. On February 12th, with a single gunshot wound to the head, about 10 miles east of Pittsburgh. February 10th, around 9.15 p.m., Christy picked up a 22-year-old passenger named Calvin Crew. Upon entering the vehicle, Crew allegedly pulled a gun out and placed it to the back of her head. And this is all found on the dash cam. Uh... And he even explains to her how he has family, too. Now drive. Jesus Christ. Crew told Christy that if she followed his demands, then everything would be all right. Just before he reaches for the dash cam and the footage ends. Well, Crew was arrested on Thursday and arraigned Friday, pending preliminary hearing on February 25th. He is being held without bail. What is this motherfucker thinking? What did he even get out of this? Besides get his nuts off on fucking hearing somebody beg and shoots her. And now here's what gets me. 
The county police superintendent, Christopher Kern, said he believes there was no connection between crew and uh, Christie and that the perpetrator armed to rob the mother. It's on camera. Why would you want to rob an Uber driver? They don't make hardly any money. Well, a lot of people that are Uber drivers, to my understanding, because I do know a few of them that come into the gas station, they all get paid through, like, Cash App and stuff like right. that. They don't carry cash. Like, they don't carry And that's money. how fucking ignorant somebody like this is. Yeah. It's saying how he has family, too. Okay, you have family, too, and you made her drive. How far did you actually get? Not too fucking far. Because then you took it in your own hands to take a person's life. Over what? Maybe 50 bucks? And a ride around the corner? That is like, wow. And dumbass, 90% of the people that are doing Uber driving, at least I know in our area, all those that have Uber drivings, they all have dash cams. For their own safety. Problem is, the safety ain't that big. Not yeah, they'll ca- they'll catch the the perpetrator, but you're dead. What does that do? Just proves who did it. I think that's fucking sick. But I'd love to read more into this after the 25th and see what his reasoning was for his madness. Let me guess. It's a uh, mental you know, disease and defect. Me- we were broke. We needed the money. I needed to feed my family. Get a fucking job. You know, that's funny with a lot of people. They want to bitch and moan. Get a fucking job. But they won't get a job. But you know what? Hey, I bet every fucking state has food pantries. Hit one up and go get some groceries. Don't make you doesn't make you any lesser of a person to go to the food pantry. Now, I'm surprised it didn't discuss race in this as a problem. It it, it didn't, but, but yeah, she was white and he was black if we really want to get into that. Well, where's the marches? Where's the marches and outrage? Probably didn't consider it a big enough story to do any of that. That's what makes me sick. Because it wasn't anybody of matter to news people. I mean, it took me a while to find this article. Yeah, it's buried on the back uh, page. It's buried because it's like it's not big enough news because it's not somebody famous. It's not somebody in government. It's just the everyday person trying to make money to support her four children. And she probably can't even have an open casket because the exit wound at the front. Yes, correct. It's disgusting. And Well, what's disgusting is this happens all over the country. Yep. And it's never highlighted that there's a problem. There's, it's never highlighted by these district attorneys, so-called ones, that they let them out. And then they go and recommit the crime. Yeah. It, Is he going to use the bullshit excuse that, well, I in my past I had a rough upbringing, I didn't have this, I didn't have... Is that what's going to happen? That's probably what's going to end up happening. Isn't that what always happens? They got to blame it on something else instead of taking responsibility for their own fucking stupid actions. And that's the thing, they never take responsibility. And that's what's pathetic. You fucked up, you're dumbass, guess what? I don't even call that a fuck up. 
I do. I don't. Well, it's, I say it's pre-planned. Well, obviously it was pre-planned. I mean, he got in the vehicle with a gun and stuck it right to the back of her head right when he sat down. So it was pre-thought of. So it's not a fuck-up. It was an intentional deal. It was meant to happen. It just was unfortunate, you know, that it had to happen. I wish it happened in Texas because they'd have him on death row by now. Oh, yeah. They'd be saying, screw the preliminaries. Put him where he needs to be. I don't know if Tennessee has the death penalty, but I know Texas would have put his ass on death row. Well, that happened in Philadelphia. Oh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Guaranteed, uh, you know, they have a liberal crying leftist loony uh, governor over there right now. Oh, well, his childhood. That's what they're going to bring up. Yeah. And then you have all these child murderers. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's bring up John Wayne Gacy, that fucking freak. What did them people ever do to him? Nothing. He wanted sexual gratification and power over his victims. Yep. But he got to get the lethal injection. He didn't afford that kind of death to his victims. No. Or Ted Bundy. Or even Dahmer. Or Dahmer. Didn't afford their victims what, well, Jeffrey Dahmer got his ass stabbed up, which is cool. No, he didn't. He got a broomstick up his butt. Well, that's even better. Uh, But Ted Bundy, all he did was get an electric chair, which is somewhat cool. But he didn't give that to his victims. Nope. Or that son of a bitch that killed the seven nurses here in Chicago. He got to live out his life at Stateville. Cocaine, everything. The video is uh, still up, I think, of him doing it. Sick fucks. So how is that justice for the victims? It seems like the victims don't have any rights. It's all about these cocksuckers. It's always about themselves. And that's just like if you ever watched The Iceman. I have. That motherfucker has no soul. No, I I actually watched all the interviews with the Iceman and he... He has no soul. You look in his eyes and they're just... They're they're evil. They are one hundred percent evil during his interview. And I bet he had a normally you know normal childhood. And he had absolutely no problem telling everybody what he did. In didn't the, even in the, hide inter- it. in the interviews. I mean, I didn't watch the court like any court cases or anything. These are just him in prison mm-hmm. and the interviews that people had. Some guy had with him, and it was like it's like he looked at you and like, and he's looking at your soul. It's, like, scary. Mm-hmm. He creeped me out, and he was on TV, and it creeped me out. Mm-hmm. No, don't want to run into him ever. Well, he took responsibility. Oh, yeah, He didn't go after his parents having an issue, like these other ones. At 22, you know what the fuck you're doing. You yeah, just 100%. blew out a woman's head. 100%. For nothing. Yeah, and it's like, what'd you get out of that? He didn't get nothing. What, he's going to spend the rest of his life in the joint and he's going to be celebrated because he's a fucking murderer? Pretty much. It's pretty disgusting. This is how people are. People shouldn't be that way. No, but it's like that's the problem. Is It's like nobody has 
morals anymore. Well said. It's time for Cards Against Humanity. Get your nastiness ready. Uh, yeah, it was Richard Speck uh, in Chicago, guys. Thanks for that, Dirty Knobs. Uh, Richard Speck was a motherfucker. You know what? Actually, uh, my grandmother said that's when everything really got fucked up is in the 70s when that happened. There was no going back on that. What do we got? What do we got? Here's what we got. Dun, dun, dun. Top five answers are on the board. Here's your question. Name a first date mistake. Again, top five answers are on the board. The question is, name a first date mistake. Asking for a blowjob within the first ten minutes. Yeah, that would be considered coming on too strong. (laughs) 18 points to you, Hollywood. You don't ask that quick. No, that's, that's a mistake. On, that's coming on a little too strong. A little too strong. Having bad breath. Nope, didn't make the list. Not paying. Forgetting your wallet. Yeah. Making the chick pay. That's just fucking. That's awesome. That's wrong. I love it. That's wrong. That's so wrong. Me, I'm the type of person that first date, uh, I'd pay my own way. You gotta do Dutch, don't you? I would pay my own way. I would never expect somebody to pay for me. I work my ass off at a job to be able to pay for myself. What do you say to uh, girls that say, no, the guy has to pay? Grow the fuck up. It's, (laughs) it's, you know. You ain't putting out, so why should I have to pay? It's a new era. Pay for yourself, bitches. If the guy offers to pay... I'll take the offer, but my my thing would probably be if we're going on a second date, I'll pay for that one. I don't know, man. I just say if you're not. Hey, we're mar- out. we're married, and we still take turns paying when we go out to eat. Yeah, or we or because we got we, a good arrangement. Or, I like that. Or one of us pays the other one if we're at a restaurant. The other one pays the tip. Right. You know, it's like. It, I wish more people would think that way. I mean, I don't. We don't go out places. I don't expect you to pay for everything. Bedlam taking them out to dinner as the never eat as they never eat. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Peaches says sex. Yeah, coming on too strong. Shocker, going. <laughs> She'll just say, "Hey, I want to go out fishing." She's gonna be like, "I'm going fishing." Dirty knobs eating Mexican and Snow White money. What else we got on the board? How much? What else we got? The number one answer for name a first date mistake is talking about your ex. Why do people do that? I don't know, but it's like the it's like the go to conversation. Number two is being late for the first date. No, that's because you're afraid of them fishing your ass, catfishing your ass. <laughs> then number three is obviously the sex and coming on too strong. Number four is nonstop talking, where you can't get a word in edgewise. Hmm. Then, of course, number five is forgetting your wallet. <laughs> Blow and go, boys. <laughs> Blow and go is what I say. <laughs> And we're going to stick with the genre of dating for our next question. Okay. Again, top five answers are on the board, and here's your question. Name red flags 
on a dating site. They, if they look like a fucking model, <laughs> they're using a fucking, uh, the picture's wrong. <laughs> it's not them. Or it's a picture of them in their 20s and they're like 50. <laughs> I call bullshit. Or pictures that have these uh, face masks on them where they can mask the wrinkles and shit. <laughs> That's bullshit. I think on a dating site, if they have in all caps or quotes the words no drama. They drama motherfuckers. <laughs> That's a big red flag. They are. They drama. That's just wrong on so many levels. That's pretty fucked up. <laughs> but you know what I mean. They they take a picture in their twenties and they actually they want you to believe that. And shit. they want you to believe it's them now, and actually they're like twenty or thirty years older. <laughs> or they put a picture of uh you know some broad up that's hot, but they actually turn out to be a midget. That's your scary dream. That's scary, man. You think you're going in there with this fucking blonde bombshell. Next thing you know, you see a snaggly-ass midget. <laughs> you still you still having PTSD from midgets? You're damn right, man. I don't want to see a midget. <laughs> Morbid. I pick them up and throw them. Morbid, load it up. <laughs> Dirty knobs, Vicks vapor rub instead of Vaseline. <laughs> I can't believe that dude did that. I really can't. I still can't get over it to this day. You use fucking Vicks vapor, vapor rub on your fucking junk, you dumb motherfucker. Hey, that's not as bad as me spraying that pain spray on my leg, on my hip, uh, and then I rubbed it in with my hand, and yeah, then half my hoo-ha was numb. Cause the question the, is, why was your hand by your Because hoo-ha? I went in the bathroom and wiped, and it... Oh, <laughs> your lips were numb. My lips went numb. Yeah, mm. <laughs> that was fun. She's all red over that here. That was fucking fun. I'm like, who? I'm like, dude. He's like, what? And I'm like, I just got that shit up my vagina. <laughs> I got I, my left side of my my left lip is numb. He's like, what the fuck, dumbass. <laughs> yeah, anywho. So, red flags on a dating site. Number one is no photo. Yeah, you don't want to go near a motherfucker with no photo. Mm-mm. No, 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 Mm-mm. no, thank you. No. Number two is they send you creepy messages. <laughs> Ain't all that motherfuckers on dating like you fucking creeps? They're freaks. I don't know. I've seen people that met through dating sites, and they're they're fine. Not me dating. Like you know, I've seen couples that right. met through dating sites. Mm-hmm. Number three is <laughs> this cracks me up. On their site, they have their Venmo, Cash, Ma- Cash App, or Zelle account <laughs> information. <laughs> <laughs> their Zelle account. They want you to cash app that money for that photo, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Number four is the no drama on their site, right. on their page. And number five, this would piss me off, though. 
all group photos so you have no fucking clue who they are because <laughs> it's a group photo probably well, hiding that they're a fucking midget it's like well which one are you <laughs> just saying well everybody that's the show today look forward to uh china doll's tiktok uh today it's gonna be a funny one i hear uh hmm we're out of here this is for anybody who needs to tell somebody to fuck off well hi go fuck yourself suck a bag of dicks eat a big old pile of shit wash it down with camel piss you stupid bitch lick my tits polish on my naughty bits kiss my fanny tell your granny she got shitty grandkids blow my finger smell my butt sit and spin buttercup tell your mama and your daddy they can lick my fucking nuts And that's all for Motorcycle Madhouse this morning. Don't forget to go over to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Install Insane Throttle TV's channel over on Roku. As well as go get the Insane Throttle radio app over on Google Play. Rock on until next time.